When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alpstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. Into the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Albstead, sitting down with Keith Myers. We're doing Mock Draft 3.0 post, well, not exactly post-free agency, but post-first week of free agency. The first wave is kind of done, and things are settled, at least at the top end of free agency. And now um, we're here to take a look and see if there's any adjustments, what teams are looking at, just have a little bit of fun, plug some players into some spots, that we think might be good fits. Hey, Keith, welcome in, man. Yeah, so this you're like, oh, I'll see if there's any adjustments. There's been some huge adjustments. There's been <laughs> that's um, true, right. There's been trades of franchise quarterbacks. Um, well, one, and then, uh, but definitely some movement on the quarterback market. No, there's been two. Yeah, because um, Deshaun Watson is now uh, moved on to Cleveland, and yeah, that might be the that, biggest so. one to 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 change team outlooks at quarterback we can talk about seattle a little bit with russell wilson now gone to denver that was a huge trade and a lot of ramifications there followed in seattle but we're not sure exactly if they're on to the quarterbacks in this draft class they're gonna maybe allow one to drop to them in the second round where they've got two picks um or if they're just gonna skip it all together and try to solve it here in the next couple weeks maybe even baker mayfield to Seattle. Yeah. So there's just a lot of interesting things going on. This has been one of truly the most interesting off-season quarterback movements around and most of it has come in trades. Yeah. The last time we had, you know, franchise quarterbacks of this caliber moving was when Peyton Manning um left Indianapolis, but that happened because Indy was there sitting there with the first overall pick ready to draft Andrew Luck. So, uh you know, it's an interesting, interesting position to be in. 
uh, with all of these quarterbacks moving. So just like last time we did this, we're going to do a, um, a live screen mock draft simulator using the NFL mock draft database website, who we are affiliated with. Our podcast is shared on their website on page two, if you will, or the podcast page. If you go to the quick links at the top of their page, you can find podcast. You click that and you will find our show, both the audio podcast version and the YouTube version. And uh, if you don't know that already, make sure you subscribe to that. So um, you ready to get started, Keith? Let's do it. All right. So I'm going to share my... So while you're doing that, um, I'll, I'll kind of throw up some of the rules for the people who are listening. Uh, Bill and I go back and forth. Um, so I'll take the odd picks and he'll take the even ones. And um, we that just means try you and have roll. the first pick. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> we got to give the uh, odd picks to the odd one of the group. So, um, yeah, I will be um, I, I'll be picking for for Jacksonville straight up as soon as Bill's got the um, thing shared. All right. And then we will, um, yeah, yeah, we'll just keep moving. The goal here is for us to get through two rounds, and we're going to do it fairly quickly. So if you're yeah. expecting a lot of discussion on each pick, well, you're going to have to wait till another show. Because this one, we're just going to try and go through and see how, how the draft kind of shakes down. So when you land on the Mock Draft Simulator website, this is what you get. Um, we've selected all teams, but you can go to your individual team and select that. You've got uh, the draft year, 2022, obviously. We did seven uh, seven rounds. I'm going to click to two. Um, and we're going to go ahead and just do this the standard speed since we're using every pick, um, realistic and strict as far as what type of draft. And if we were trading, we're not going to be trading today. Um, that just gets too complicated. Maybe we'll do one of those um, at another time. And we'll go ahead and get started. Now we'll go to the actual simulator. Um, and let me get back up to the top here. Uh, Jacksonville's on the clock. You've got all the picks, uh, and players available. Um, go ahead, Keith. All right. So, um, there's been a lot of talk about Aiden Hutchinson going to, to Jacksonville. I personally think they build around their, their young quarterback. And so Evan Neal fills wow. a need best. And I, in my opinion, the best player in the draft. So Evan Neal to Jacksonville. Wow, I've heard actually um, some talk recently that um, Evan Neal's been not dropping per se, but um, being looked at as as a, the the teams at the top just aren't quite there with him and looking to fill out their rosters with other players. And so I'm just hearing that, and so that'll be interesting if he if he goes up one. I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. He's worthy of that, but. I mean, um, the way I see it is it's a lying season, and so I don't trust any of those reports right now. Yeah, uh, we're, get, we're getting too close to draft day. Uh, my guess is that is being flown around by someone like uh, the Giants who are hoping that he falls. It's possible. I'm going to give you another shocker of, of a pick right here uh, with the Lions. The Lions have been enamored since the Senior Bowl with Malik Willis, I understand. Mm -hmm. And... They've decided to go ahead and get this quarterback in this year's draft and wow. select Meek Willis at number two overall. That's crazy. That is that's gonna disrupt. High. That's gonna disrupt this this next ten picks, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. I figured I'd throw a monkey wrench in this thing right it's away. Gonna, that's that's going to screw with everything. And um, I know I said we were going to move along pretty quick, but uh, that's crazy because now you're you're sitting here with all of these defensive players that and, are yeah, never expected and, to go to the top still right? available. So and I'm not kidding about the Malik Willis thing to the to the Lions. Um, word word has it um, both. Oh gosh, there's a couple of guys out there um, that are are saying this out loud that Malik Willis is is highly thought of in the Lions facility, and they're realistically looking at making this pick. So um, that's just it, and and that would throw this thing way off. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so now you get down to um, Houston, and uh, Houston's rebuilding. They need players, and honestly, um, Aiden Hutchinson drops to them. They yeah. they take him. That's, yeah. that, that one's easy. Yeah, because now Malik Willis is off the clock. Houston's, uh, I think, building around their quarterback from last year, David Mills, and Aiden Hutchinson makes great sense for them. All right, Jets on the clock. Wow. Jets are going to need an offensive tackle in this draft, and they're going to choose the best one available, I believe. Charles Cross is still there. Uh, Iquanu is there, and that's their favorite pick anyway. So it's going to be Iquanu here, and they've got a pick later on at 10. We'll see what they do. Yeah, so um, the Giants could go in a lot of different directions. They need a quarterback. They need weapons, um, but it's all pretty much all defensive players on the board until you get down to Garrett Wilson. Um I don't think they go that route. So I think they, they go defense um, and I think they go defensive secondary. So I'm going to go Ahmed Gardner uh, out of Cincinnati to the Giants. Sports fans, look at the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $1 on any NFL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and over minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Not a bad pick. None of these picks in the in the early part of this draft are going to be bad. Um, I mean, There's only good players to go on right now. All right, maybe the, Malik Willis. That's yeah. A, that's the wild card. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, in this in this list uh, remaining there on the on the right on the screen, um, Kayvon Thibodeau seems to be the guy that's falling <clears throat> right now after his performance at the combine. It wasn't so much the physical attributes. It's it's what's going on upstairs with him. Teams are unsure, um, I think, a little bit, but the talent is still there. If teams have done their due diligence and he's still their guy, mm-hmm. I think most most teams would be comfortable drafting him in the top ten. Obviously, he was, uh, you know, number one or number two pick overall just this entire offseason until just recently. So all of this may even be a smokescreen. Who knows? Panthers is an interesting pick for them. They need weapons. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson here on offense. 
first wide receiver off the board. All right. So um, the Giants back on the clock, uh, having just taken a corner. Now they've, they're looking at, um, you know, do they go offense here? The, um, Charles Cross makes a ton of sense for them uh, getting a, a, an offensive lineman. So let's go there. All right. The Falcons, man, they almost dealt their quarterback in this Watson situation obviously they they are looking young uh but there are no quarterbacks at this point in the draft unless you're going to go up and get kenny pickett that's exactly what they do another surprise pick at quarterback wow. i'm giving him kenny pickett he doesn't want to i i don't think he's warranted that high but i'm thinking the falcons are pretty desperate at this point to get a young guy in there wow this draft has dropped very odd for seattle um and then you know we've got Guys like Kayvon Thibodeau and Kyle Hamilton. And Trayvon um, Walker, who's uh, really rising right now. All these guys that are no one expected to be available at nine. Uh, I don't even know like where to go with this. This is so this is such an odd position to be in. This is draft is falling. I'll, weird I'll give you some more players. You've still got, you got no, Trevor Penning in there. Okay. I don't need. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's not necessary. Um, so Pete Carroll's talking about building her own defense and a running game. Um, you know, they go get Kayvon Thibodeau. They'll go get the guy that was his tape is probably the best defensive player in the draft. Um, even if he's, you know, they're wondering about motivation and all that kind of stuff that they, they can't let him drop any further. Wow. The jets are smiling all the way to the podium right now because Kyle Hamilton, the best overall, I think athletic player in this draft is sitting there dropped to 10 with them. And that's a perfect fit for them um since uh free agency went in a different direction uh, at safety position um and this is their selection no questions asked yeah so the washington football team actually now known as the washington commanders um sitting here with again a lot of players uh available to them that i kind of expected to go earlier they need help in a lot of different places i think they go defense um Trayvon Walker edge player nice yeah they could go offensive line as well that's a big need for them but I just don't see an offensive line we've we've kind of taken the offensive linemen who are in that range off the board already yeah they had lost Brandon uh Scherf and free agency to to Jacksonville of course Jacksonville signed everybody in case anybody's not familiar um uh so Tyler Lindebaum would have been an interesting pick for them there um the vikings uh defensive and i think is probably their number one need and jermaine johnson just skyrocketed up the boards at the senior bowl and then confirmed everything at the combine jermaine johnson uh is their pick and they are in love all right so the browns just traded for a um an elite quarterback and, and do, they don't do, they don't have this pick right or has this not changed yet I'm, um, not sh- I'm not sure or did this one go to houston yeah right oh so we're dealing with an, it, an it may it may have went to houston it oh. i'm you know this is live right now i'm just not sure if this thing has been adjusted yet i, I don't i don't know um i can't remember it, what the compensation package is so, but i know it's three firsts and etc yeah so are we doing this with um this pick being belonging let's to let's think Cleveland? it's a houston pick pro- probably 
Okay, so if it's a Houston pick, um, then I think they. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I was. I, I, I was. I was prepared for Cleveland. Um, yeah. Uh, let's say that uh, Houston continues to build uh, the talent on their defense. Let's go Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to try to help you there a little bit. That's exactly what they need there in Houston is a, is a, is a lockdown corner. One said he's got extreme talent um, if he can be on the field. Yeah. So, okay, that's a good pick. Sorry about that um, for everybody getting a little confused with the uh, Cleveland Browns still being on the clock there. All right, Baltimore Ravens. Um, good night. Um, I know that the Eagles are hoping for Jordan Davis to fall here. Um, David Ajabo uh, tore his Achilles at his pro day, um, mm-hmm. and that's just not not good. I'm not exactly sure what happens to him. I'm hearing mixed reports as far as Ajabo falling at all. I think um, he has a timeline that puts him back in around September, October of 2022 so he is going to be available eventually but losing an entire offseason is really tough for that position a lot of teams feel like he may not have been completely ready anyway other than just being a rotational guy so i think he does fall just a little bit uh baltimore um interesting they go edge here but they go george karloftis wow see george karloftis is a guy who's been falling he was ranked you know around nine not that long ago um all right the eagles uh they got their wish jordan davis fell to them yeah um an yeah. absolutely incredible defensive line prospect uh um, yeah and the run run yeah. stuffing variety but he's got so much athletic upside he's almost surely going to disrupt the pocket as an mm-hmm. nfl player at some point so and he's got tremendous work ethic i mean he's just a monster on the field if you watch his tape he's just one of those guys you're just in love with <laughs> so Jordan Davis, the Eagles, back on the clock again right after that. I think they go offensive line here. Trevor Penning yeah. is, is a great pick for them. It's just a natural fit with two picks uh, right back-to-back. They didn't have to worry about anybody coming up and stealing this, and so they're able to land their uh, left tackle of the future. God, that's a great draft for them to get, they, to get those two guys. Oh, that's I know. crazy. Yeah, and that's exactly where they need it. In the trenches, mm-hmm. I mean, and all Eagles fans will agree with that. They know exactly what they need, and these two picks lined up perfectly for them. All right, so um, the Chargers are building up their defense because that was what let them down last year. Um, and honestly, the best defensive player still on the board is a linebacker. I'm not sure they need a linebacker. I think they they reach a little bit and go get a cornerback and Trent McDuffie out of Washington interesting nice i like it okay um i'm gonna say and quite honestly and i'm gonna talk a little ignorant here um, i'm not exactly sure where they're sitting at center in this draft but the interior line um for the saints needs a little bit of work um and they reinvest into their offensive line build kind of for the future um, if they're not able to get their quarterback this year, they're probably looking at kind of a two-year run or three-year run anyway. Um, and so it's Tyler Linderbaum off the board. Nice. So the Eagles back on the clock again. They've already got themselves a uh, defensive tackle and an You're offensive tackle. You're going to go wide receiver here, aren't you? And <laughs> I am. And there's like all the 
you know, top wide receivers for the most part have Look fallen. Look at that. Look and, at that. That's uh, crazy. Drake London, which I cannot believe is still on the board um, at 19, is going to the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, people are sleeping on Drake London, but I'm telling you, he's he's going to be one of the best wide red, 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 red receivers in the NFL in a couple of years. I mean, really, just a work ethic. I think the 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 ankle injury that he had that, that shut his season down really kind of hurt his stock a little bit. I think he would have been a top 10 pick um if not for that and and he's off the board um pittsburgh boy i think pittsburgh is an interesting case here um i think they've i think they have a little bit of time as a franchise here this next couple years they're transitioning um from their um longtime quarterback in roethlisberger Everyone's expecting slight uh, a little bit of an adjustment, so they have time on a player like David Ajabu to come in and be able to heal, be part of a rotation, and ready to go in twenty twenty three. It's a great value here, a mm-hmm. tremendous upside. This is the pick. Yeah. So okay. So now we get down to uh, to the Patriots, and you know the Patriots are a team that is looking to build um, and get better from where they were last year, and honestly, they did enough offensively their defense fell apart and that's not a bill belichick thing so i think they go get the best defensive player um available and your mouse is going over there to get devin lloyd <laughs> yeah, right. linebacker but that's not the player that i was what? gonna pick no oh, I almost think they go, pushed it i think they go get andrew booth jr that cornerback out of uh clemson to um because they just they lost a cornerback in free agency and i think they go and fill that need I was a little surprised that you didn't go Kenyon Green here on the interior offensive line for them. I think Trent Brown might be moving moving along. Kenyon Green can offer some upside as a as a tackle prospect as well. Um, mm-hmm. Played tackle uh, at Texas A and M. He might could have been a placeholder maybe at right uh, right tackle there. Um, okay, so Andrew Booth corner. That's a great pick. Andrew Booth's underrated. I think that he's a great pick there for them. Green Bay. Um, wow. This lines up for Green Bay, doesn't it, Keith? Because they need a wide receiver badly. <laughs> a wide receiver, um, right? Jokingly, I was going to suggest you draft a um, a quarterback since Aaron Rodgers is aging. Um, <laughs> just to piss him off, just even to more. Piss him off again, right? They, they um, fixed all the stuff that was going on there. Let's just let's just read to create that divide. No, um, go get I him could, a wide receiver, please. You know, it's interesting because Green Bay's got a little bit of time here to um, to make an adjustment. Um, with the wide receiver position in free agency before the draft so they can kind of solve that going in. But um, logically speaking, they want a young player under contract for a while that's a low-cost option. There's a lot here, Keith. The question is, which one of these three is a good Mm -hmm. fit for their offense? Nathaniel Hackett went on to coach the uh, Denver Broncos as as their head coach, so they've got new blood in the offensive um offensive room there keith help me out uh which one of you think the 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 best um route running wide receiver in this draft yeah i think he he will get open create separation something that um that uh aaron Rodgers can use i I think he's the 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 best of the group and aaron Uh, Rodgers does like to get the ball out yeah get the ball out quick into space and and, yeah i agree um 
So yeah, but Devont, no, that. but there's no Devontae Adams in this top end. I mean, Jameis Williams, Jamison Williams might be that eventually. Eventually, or not. But he's you not know, now. the knee, we just don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's a safe pick. Yeah. And so, and honestly, I think they do go figure out something at the wide re- receiver position between now and the draft. And I still think that if they do, they would take Chris Olave. Um, because they don't just need one weapon to replace Devontae Adams. They need two or three uh, because the rest of that, um, the rest of that re- receiver receiver room is, is pretty bare. Um, Lazard, I think is probably the best uh, wide receiver on that team right now. And that's not a place they want to be. All right. So um, Arizona, um, Arizona is an interesting one because they could go in so many different directions, but what they found was that when, uh, Nuke Hopkins went down their offense sputtered and they also lost Christian Kirk to that mega deal. Uh, I think they go get a high upside wide receiver and they're going to take Jameson Williams. Yeah, I was I was hoping that you didn't say Traylon Burks because I just don't think that he fits that particular offense and Traylon Burks still needs a little bit of time and, and work. Uh, this is a good pick for them. They also, you know, they lost um, their main pass rusher guy too. So. Yep, could have gone in that direction with um, Devontae Wyatt sitting there. Yep. Um, okay. The yeah, this is a pretty easy one for me. Um, middle linebacker and edge for the Cowboys is, I think, their their largest need. But Devin Lloyd's sitting there. Um, I think one of the best players on the board remaining, um, and it's it's not really even close when I'm looking at it. Devontae Wyatt is rising up though, and would be an excellent. Um, would be an excellent pick for them in the NFC West, when I'm, or not the NFC West, but in, in the East. Um, wow. I'm going to go in the middle for them because Devin Lloyd's just a, a, a really solid prospect, and it's going to and it's going to solve a lot of problems for them. So the Bills, the Bills' offense is um, is 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 stellar right now. Uh, their defense was great last year, but I think it it fell off. And and ultimately, at the end of the the end of the game, it was the defense that failed them, and and the reason why they didn't make a Super Bowl. Uh, so I'm going to go defense with uh, for the Bills, and I'm actually going to reach a little bit. Um, and I I think. Wait, you just scrolled. Scroll oh, I back know. Up. Uh, I'm like I'm like looking at players, and all of a sudden they're moving. Um, I think they go cornerback and they go um, Keir Elam out of oh, Florida. I like that pick, Keith. I do. I think that that's a great pick for them um, because I think he's one of the best cover corners in this draft. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, a, that's a good fit for them. I like that. Tennessee, interesting. Ooh, Tennessee likes to lean on their run game, but they also like to get the ball out too and take take some shots once in a while. I'm going to go Traylon Burks here for them. Yeah. At 26. Don't overthink that one. Um all right, 27, we've got uh Tampa, which suddenly is in a much different spot than they were because Tom Brady decided not to retire. Uh and so they are gearing back up for another run at this and I think they go out and get a um, defensive player that can help them um, right away, and that would be Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. Yeah, great pick. Green Bay, man, 
they're they're this far away and they they trade one player and they're back in the draft twice this uh this season this is their native pick on the clock um desmond ritter he's sitting there i know right you could matt corral that would be even that would be even better for them you could piss off rogers um (laughs) you said that they needed two wide receivers but i can't do it in this draft i'm gonna go hard raymond for them yeah as a guy that they invest in the trenches um Mm -hmm. and he's a good fit for their style yep um no when i say that they needed two receivers it was one in free agency and one in in the draft i don't think they go to i don't think they go two first round pick wide receivers that's a little crazy all right we're down to the dolphins at 29 um they're in an interesting position in that uh they could go in a lot of different ways they seem to be committed to Tua as their quarterback uh and with that i think that they um work on protecting him and i um my pick there for them is zion johnson at a boston college he's a guard prospect who looks really good i think he can play center i think that you can move him inside and he would be an elite center but if that doesn't work you still got a really good guard so um i would go zion johnson thanks that probably would have been kansas city's pick um mm-hmm. Is that who you're, oh no who no you're no they got Creed, they got no they got Creed Humphrey I would I would say Kenyon Green um here with the Chiefs um mm-hmm. to just add to that pile of offensive linemen there and he's going to be a great pick uh, I think he's he's dropped a little bit more than I think he probably end up going slightly higher than this in the draft yeah so that's so a great Ken, value putting Kenyon Green next to um Humphrey gives them you know a great interior for forever I'm a little surprised you didn't go defense there because that defense is not great um the Bengals the speaking of defenses that aren't great um we know that the Bengals can uh can move the ball they need um offensive linemen badly but the last two picks did not go well for them um their defense also is a struggle and Nicobe Dean just keeps dropping and I think they let him off the hook and pick up Nicobe Dean there at 31. nice okay wow Here's the Lions. They got the Rams pick, Super Bowl pick here, number 32. Which way are they going to go? They already solved their Malik Willis equation at quarterback. Now I think they're going to pick up a weapon for him. This mm-hmm. uh, Dahan Dotson, Penn State, really nice, crafty, uh, fast, quick guy here is going to yep. be their their pick. All right, second round, Keith. It's round two. All right, so um... – the Jaguars are back on the clock. I think they go defense again. Um, and safety Daxton Hill just makes a lot of sense for them. All right. Lions back up again. Um, interesting. I'm going to go Kyler Gordon here for them at corner. Um, mm-hmm. It just makes a lot of sense. All Jets right. With a, so, Jets with a couple picks here, right? You know, yeah. The, the, jet, the, the Jets four. with a, the Jets with a couple picks, then Seattle with a couple picks right in a row. It's a, it's a, a weird little spot here in the draft. So um, the Jets at 35, again, they, God, man, they could go almost anywhere. Uh, I think that they go and they they just continue to build, you know, find find the best player available. And that right now to me is Lewis Sign out of Georgia safety. Yeah, he's a riser in this draft and and rightly so. He He's a scheme diverse. He's a bigger guy at mm-hmm. like 210 pounds, 6'1". Six one and a half, but he ran a four four 
nine forty or something like that at the, at the combine. Just a great mover. Um, all right, Giants, you're up. You still got you got your quarterback. You're not going to dive into this class at all. I think you're going to go corner here. Roger McCrary um, is a little bit more short armed than some like, but that doesn't bother the Giants here on a great guy that's sticky and can play in the in the slot all day for them. Mm-hmm. All right, so now we're back to the Houston Texans, and uh, I think they go um, go defense again. Logan Hall for um, from Houston. Wow. He's just a guy that can come in, play the middle of that that defense, and really give them uh, an anchor right in the middle of that uh, of that defensive line. Yeah, three techish kind of guy. Yeah, can slide outside. Yeah, good pick. All right, Jets, Jets again. You you just uh, gave them a safety. Uh, I'm going to give them a defensive lineman and uh, Demarvin Leal, a guy that mm-hmm. can penetrate the pocket a little bit from the three tech spot all right so now we're to the bears um yeah the bears uh (laughs) they've got to build around their quarterback i mean that's that's pretty much what they they're doing right now they are uh they've got the their what they believe is a franchise quarterback for the first time in forever i think they build around him there's um there's not a lot of uh offensive linemen that are that are good enough right now that are left there so i think instead they get him a weapon and george pickens the wide receiver out of georgia uh would be my pick for them okay seahawks back to back i think what's likely here is um they're trying to take best player available um that maybe has fallen to them and then on 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 one of these picks, they're going to go probably reach for a guy like they always seem to do, get their guy maybe in a, a round earlier or whatever. So let's take a look at that. Um, in this spot, it's interesting. We talked earlier about the first pick being a, a pick that the, you know, they're going to pass on this quarterback class. But if one fell to them, they might take a look. And I think that's what they do here. I think they go Desmond Ritter. And the reason they go Desmond Ritter, I believe, is that Pete Carroll came out and said that he kind of wants a point guard game manager type quarterback. I think Desmond Ritter's actually a really good fit for that type of uh, an offensive um, scheme plan for him. Takes care of the ball. He's um, He's got enough of an arm where he can make all the throws. He's not going to be the huge deep ball thrower that Russell Wilson was for them, but he's going to take advantage of some other things um, and spread the ball out around the field and in the middle of the field better. And this is their pick. Now, go ahead, Keith. What are you going to do? Are you going to go reach for somebody that's way down this list somewhere that we can't even see yet? Or are you going to stick with the guys that you, you, can, you can focus on? <laughs> um, so they're in a weird spot, uh, the Seahawks are, in that you know they are a team that uh, wants to build around their defense and their running game. Um, they need help at offensive tackle but the only offensive tackle on the board is not a guy that i think they um have on their draft board i think he's not so i think as a team that that wants to build around their defense and running game um i'm gonna i'm gonna piss off some seahawk fans and say that they're gonna go get Brees hall running back out of iowa state um with this pick i need yeah, to you will Seahawks- piss them off but they'll Seahawks. only be pissed off for half a season. Yep. Half an off uh, season. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, Brees, Brees Hall is the best running back in this class. He's what the, this team um, looks for in their with for their running backs. He kind of comes in and and fixes the a room that's been talented but very injured for the last few years, and they just got to get a new body in there. And he ran a four three nine forty at two hundred and seventeen pounds and six one. Mm-hmm. And he's thought of as being explosive outside zone kind of guy, but he can run between the tackles as well at that size. So he's a three down back for you. I think it's a yep. good value at forty one. It's not in the first round, um, Seahawk fans. And Seahawk fans will still hate it. <laughs> they'll still hate it, but they'll love it in season. You know, if he yep. looks anything like Rashad Penny did in the last five or six games. Yes, but if he does looks anything like Rashad Penny did the previous three and a half years, <laughs> I. I will hear about it. Yeah, head constantly. on platter, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the Colts are on the clock. What do you got? Yeah. Though? Oh my goodness, the Colts. Um, they they have a roster, but they don't have a quarterback um, that they are really in love with. And Colts fans are going to hate this, but Sam Howell makes a lot of sense for them in that it'd be nice for them just to kind of sit back, let this thing mature a little bit with Sam Howell and maybe be ready to go next year. Um, They can Mm -hmm. build a roster around it, see what happens with the rest of uh, free agency and uh, camp cuts and so forth to see if maybe they can get a a really good guy in there to compete um, with Sam Howell. But Sam Howell may be able to be ready to go. Yeah, I actually kind of like that pick um, for them just because they've got to find um, an answer there. And, and Matt Corral track. could have been an option for them as well. Yeah. Um, and actually Matt Corral is going to be my pick for the, for the um, Atlanta Falcons at 43. They tried to deal for Deshaun Watson. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, but that shows you that they are ready to get. Hold on. Did I give him run. Kenny Pickett earlier? Let's go find out. I can't remember who I. Oh yeah, I did. did. I gave oh. him the Kenny Pickett. All right, never mind. Um, I, I, I wanted to I, help you there because that would have yeah. been that would have been a tough one for that for been, fans that to swallow. That would have been terrible. Um, all right, so I forgot that you gave him Pickett. This is one of the problems with doing this back and forth thing is that it yes, um, right we lose some of that. That means you're not all paying attention to me, Keith. I'm offended. Yeah, it's bound to happen. Um, so, okay, so we, if they've got their quarterback, I think that they go and they they continue to work on building um, that defense. Um, and Boy Mafe has dropped enough that I he I'm kind of surprised he's still on the board. So Boy Mafe, um, edge out of Minnesota to the um, Atlanta Falcons. That's a great pick. You know, at Cleveland here, they've got extra picks this year. It's it's a good time for them, uh, I think, to invest in their offensive line. Well, and they did have extra picks, and they traded that's, everything. Oh, you're right. That's true. The, Houston. the the thing is, they're still going to need to invest in their in their offensive line, and um, they've got a great, solid running game. They're a power sort of game. They're not a stretch zone, finesse type team at all. And Daniel. Falale uh, makes a lot of sense for them in his style of play. Six, seven and a half, 380 pounds. That's on the light side. Um, and he needs a little bit of time. He needs to get NFL strong, build some, you know, some, some contact uh, strength. But he's got a lot of upside. He's already made blocker as far as the run game is concerned. And maybe that's what they're looking for on the right side there um, for Cleveland. I kind of like that pick. Um, so the the Ravens are on the clock. They need um, 
I, I honestly, I believe they, they need and will um, be building around uh, Jackson more. They need to get some more weapons. Last year, they could not keep a running back healthy for more than like 15 seconds. Um, and Kenneth Walker III, the running back from uh, Michigan State sitting there, that, that seems like a pretty easy pick for me. That makes a lot of sense. And everyone's kind of diminishing uh, on Kenneth Walker. And I think he's definitely one of the best running backs in this draft for sure. Well, it was Minnesota. definitely it was definitely a, a choice there between him and Isaiah Spiller, the guy out mm. of Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went with with Walker. I just think that uh, he's kind of it, it's a style issue as far as like what they're going to ask him to do. And I, I think he's a better fit. So Minnesota uh, went um, defensive end edge rusher uh, in the first round. Um Kirk Cousins signed a one-year deal, but it's a one-year deal. You know, it's an extension. Um, and and they're looking to the future. I'm giving him Matt Corral, Mississippi. He's a guy that's going to be able to sit back, uh, take some time. If Cousins, you know, happens to, to get injured, get a bl- little bit of time this year. But this is a pick for the future for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the Washington Commanders back on the clock. Um, at this point... I think they are are looking at you know getting a little bit, bit a little bit creative um, here, and I think they're going to go tight end Trey McBride, tight end uh, out of Colorado State, um, just to come in, give them some diversity both in the pass game and and as a blocker with the run game, and just make their offense a little more diverse. All right, um, I'm going to go defensive line here for Chicago, Kim Hicks is gone Khalil Mack was traded they need to invest in some young talent Travis Jones is sitting there big guys the space eater um kind of anchors the entire line for them I'm a little surprised you didn't go Drake Jackson um at the edge at a USC for there yeah. just kind of to to a guy to, to take that spot for um uh you know where, where Khalil Mack left but um we're getting down here he's a different um, type he's a different type of player but yeah but yeah, but I mean, I just kind of, kind of the, uh, um, the disruptor, the defensive end. Yep. Okay, so we're we're down it in uh, forty nine with uh, uh, the Saints, who still are quarterbackless, but the quarterback market has not gone their way in this draft um, or this free agency. I think they continue to build their defense, um, knowing that they're going to have to win, um, you know, in a defense and running game kind of way. And Perrion Winfrey, who is an absolute monster pass rusher on the interior, it has dropped to them. Um, not much of a run stuffer, but they've got big bodies. Perrion Winfrey is a is just a great interior pass rusher. I think he'll fit in well there. The nice thing about Perrion Winfrey is he's just really scheme diverse, and he's going to help almost any defense, and I think that's a great pick for them. Mm-hmm. Miami. Um, okay, Miami just is a no-brainer here for Drake Jackson because they need some edge help there. Um, Pierre is, is, you know, basically gone. Drake Jackson is a good player, scheme diverse, can rush the passer, but he can also drop back into coverage. He's one of the best coverage edge players uh, to play, you know, the strong safety kind of role uh, on a on 3-4 teams. On a 4-3, he can come up and be um, a guy that's that's playing that, strong side if he could build up a little bit of um 
a little bit of body weight. He's got the frame to do it. Um, he's the guy. All right. So can you let me see who the Eagles have already picked? Because it has they've had a number of selections that I already doubled up once. Um, Jordan Davis, Trevor Penning. So inside on the trenches, Drake Jackson at wide receiver. All right. Um, so that gives me uh, some room to kind of look at different players um, that are around. I actually really like linebacker Quay Walker um, here, mainly just because of his speed and his ability to um, make plays all over the field. And they've already gone offense and defensive line. They've already gone wide receiver to help their quarterback. Now I think they just get better on defense and uh, Quay Walker the linebacker out of Georgia would be the pick there. Nice. Pittsburgh. Interesting. Uh, Pittsburgh. They like their safeties. Jalen Petrie rose up quite a bit at the senior bowl to prove that he was able to stick with some of the bigger wide receivers there. He's the guy. All right. So now in green Bay, I think they start to invest um, in some offensive line help in order to, you know, keep Rogers from um, being murdered and, He's dropped, and I, I see that that Tyler Smith is is listed above him on the consensus board mm-hmm. here. But I still think Darian Kennard is the better player um, and a better fit for a uh, a pass heavy team. Um, so I think he goes to Green Bay here. All right, New England. Um, Christian Watson is is a playmaker for them and a guy that's really going to compete right away for some playing time. He's going to end up probably being their their best wide receiver. Who was their guy, you know, for years and years that played there underneath for Tom Brady and just made catch after catch after catch? Uh, Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Welker. This is a, a taller, bigger version of that. Very quick, shifty, but he's still got great size. So he's very scheme diverse, can play almost any wide receiver position for them. All right. So now we get down to um, to the Cardinals at 55. I think they go offensive line and with Tyler Smith dropping. Um, a little bit because of the Denard pickup a couple earlier. Tyler Smith is is a good pick for them. Yeah. Cardinal fans aren't going to like you for that, but that's their best available pick because, as we know, um, Kyler Murray needs a little bit of help. And he anytime does. they invest in the offensive line there, it's a good thing. They That's been their weakness why do you think for a the, long they're time. Not, why do you think they're not going to like me for that pick? Because I think that they like splash players for Kyler Murray, not trench players. And, and I just, okay. I, they just haven't known what they haven't known. You know, they, yep. they, they've had him running around for his life, but if they had real protection, I think they'd see that they're the weapons they do have would be more effective. That's well, and we, we got him a weapon earlier. So, yeah. Um, right. yeah. Cowboys. Um, I got them a linebacker earlier and I think they go, um, Ezekiel Elliott needs, uh, you know, has had some, some wear and tear on the, on the tires and then they just want a rotation piece that they can add for the future. Isaiah Spiller is their wow. pick. That's, that's a, um, that's a Ezekiel Elliott hits the open market a year from now, uh, kind pick. of pick. It might be, but you know what? With that Ezekiel contract, it's going to be expensive. <laughs> Well, with that contract he's already got, it would be a huge advantage for them to find a replacement and let him go. So that way they have, um, you know, just better, uh, you know, better diversity on the roster in terms of being able to use that cap space and not on a, on a running back. So they, they just got a great one. Um, you just gave them a good one. So now we're back to the Bills. The Bills have 
um, been investing in their defense uh, or previous, you know, two picks we've given them. Um, so I think that in this particular case, they're going to go back to their offense and try and, and help things out. And the guy that I've got my eye on there is um, actually a tight end, Jalen Weidermeyer, who is a very um, complete tight end. Maybe not the um, down the field threat that some of the other guys are, but a, but a good complete tight end who can do all the little things and block and set up the run game and all those things. Now, for folks watching this that may be exposed to other um, draft mock simulators and stuff, you see uh, Jalen Weidermeyer, um, you know, down into the hundreds sometimes and, and so forth. Um, the way that this mock draft simulator works is the consensus big board they're drawing from. So all the mock drafts contributed from all of the, the, the sites out there are um, aggregated into uh, the proper order. This is not perfect, but it does kind of give you an idea of what everyone is thinking, not just that particular um, big boards author. Um, and so I think that's a, that's a good value there. Mm -hmm. um, Atlanta. Interesting. It's hard. It's hard for me because they're, their quarterbacks kind of aging. Um, and the, you give the, them, a, you gave them, a quarterback. I gave them a quarterback. And so they're, their weapons are less effective, you know, because uh, Matt Ryan's arm, it's just not what it used to be um, and and so forth. I would try to, to get them something with some upside here, but there's really not much on the board except for John Meche, Um, and that might be a guy that they would look at, but Sky Moore is actually a player that they are very intrigued with, I'm hearing, and he's just got tremendous upside as far as being uh, an inside slot guy and gives you some scheme diversity as well. That um, is a great name for a wide receiver. Sky Moore. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's yeah, throw it up there and let Sky Moore <laughs> go get it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. All right. Back to uh, the Packers. They, I don't like the Packers right now. How many picks have they had already? It's, they've had it, too many. Um, it but so they have, um, they've invested in their offensive line in this draft. They've invested at wide receiver in this draft. I think they've got a good defense. Um, and there's a lot of good defensive players there. But um, Jaquan Brisker uh, at safety, just to give them, um, you know, more help in the defensive secondary, I think this is a, a solid pick for them. Nice. I can't remember every pick that Tampa's made. I'm going to go back and look. They've only made one. I know. Um, Devontae Wyatt. Okay. Yep. So, yeah. I'm going to go weapon then for them. Um, we know what happened with their wide receiver last year, and um, <laughs> I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them another guy, John Mitchie. Might need some time. Could be definitely ready for training camp. Not sure what his timeline is right now. But, All right. but that's a solid pick for them. Um, San Francisco is um, on the clock. They, for the first time, um, and they have probably, they're probably moving into um, a new quarterback era, uh, and they lost the right tackle. So I think it's a fairly safe pick for them to go Nicholas Pet um, Petit Ferrer uh, out of Ohio State. Okay. Interesting. 
Yeah, look at Christian Harris. I think that's going to be the pick. That's just the best value at this stage of the game for Kansas and City. Need, uh, and they need yeah, defense. Already a built uh, team. They do need defense. This pick's hanging for them. They're they're really happy about it, actually, because he comes right in and starts. That's a good pick yeah. for them. And then now we're down to pick 63, um, the second to last pick in the draft. So it is uh, the Bengals. Um, they could go pretty much anywhere here. Um, I think they they just go in and take, you know, the best defensive player available. Uh, and people aren't going to like this because of the position and the and the school. But Chad Muma, the linebacker out of Wyoming, is just a tackling machine and will make a ton of plays defensively for them. And he looked um, really good at the senior bowl, too. Yeah, he did. So I think that's the pick. Denver, Denver Broncos. So they lost their edge last year. They've got a new quarterback. They've got all the offensive weapons. I think that they think that to surround them, they want to solidify that defense though. Uh, Randy Gregory came over in the snafu uh, from the Cowboys in free agency, uh, but they could still use another guy. Uh, Beckety is the guy. He's just the best value on the board and they go up and get him. So nobody else does. And that makes the AFC West uh, with all their edge players just tremendous i mean talk about it scarier and talk about a division all right so that's the that's the draft i'll scroll slowly evan neal at the top (laughs) surprises at the quarterback position i did that sorry um Kayvon thibodeau dropping all the way to nine to seattle that was unexpected i don't know if that's going to surprise me or not i'm just hearing that teams are really not happy with the way he conducted himself at the at the um combine We'll see what happens there. Individual um, meetings with him for teams and workouts are going to be really important for Kayvon. Yeah, Jermaine Johnson is tremendous. Trayvon Walker there. He's a riser. He started, you know, when we started doing Mm -hmm. mock drafts, he was in the 20s. He's been rising up the boards, especially after the combine. Eagles are going to love that trio that we (laughs) gave them in the round one. Jordan Davis, the best defensive tackle. Um, Trevor Penning, uh, the number two offensive tackle, but he's just got such a good um, work ethic and mean streak to him. He's going to be fun. And then Drake London, a very underrated, uh, fantastic wide receiver. That That's just such a I agree. solid group. Of yeah, they definitely win this, win this draft with, with that many picks. Um, Green Bay didn't, didn't do too bad either, and they're already set. So that could push them into being the favorites out of the NFC yep. again. Chris Olave at wide receiver, followed by Bernard Raymond at offensive tackle. And then they had another pick in round two. Um, Darian Kennard. Yeah. Oh, they had and two then, more. And, and then, then Jacqueline Brisket. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of talent added <laughs> to a, a team that's already talented, even with um, with the wide receiver being shipped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun. So Seattle getting... Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, and then coming back with Desmond Ritter and Brees Hall. Um, that's going to be interesting because that's going to reshape their offense uh, going yeah. forward. No yeah. more no more Russell Wilson. Instead, now they're going with Desmond Ritter, who's a completely different style quarterback. Um, yes, yes. Uh, a guy who's not going to hit connect on all the big plays down the field because he just, that's not so what do you if, if you made that pick, um, for the Seahawks, Ritter, what what happens in uh, DK Metcalf's mind, where he's basically a stretch the field guy, catch the ball down the field, 
make plays after contact, all that kind of stuff. Now you've got Desmond Ritter getting him the ball. Pete's going to convince him that it's going to be a more efficient offense. So he's going to have more, more opportunities up. in space. Yep. Well, and the other thing is that you're going to use his speed not just down the field. But you're going to use him uh, in crossing routes coming across the field. Um, and so he's going to be, you know, 15 yards downfield running across in front of safeties, um, getting the ball with an opportunity to run after the catch rather than, you know, 40 yards downfield um, behind the defense kind of stuff on every run, on every route. So I, I just think you're going to be able to convince him to that he's going to get more catches, more run after the catch opportunity um, coming across the field than just going deep on every play. Who's your favorite value pick in this draft? Um, I scroll back down. You you're too high for value. Um, where I was going, I'm thinking a guy like um, maybe uh Christian Watson, the wide receiver to um, the Patriots. That just seems that just seems like such a good fit, and they had such a done such a poor job of drafting wide receivers that getting one that I like that I think is going to be an actual one that that makes that spot Perry and Winfrey to the Saints is also a pick that like mm. that's going to make that yeah. defense real nice yeah yeah Inter- Matt Corral uh for the Vikings I think might be something that's under the radar now but two years from now, could be looked at as one of the best picks in this draft just because he's just such a fiery competitor. Teams are going to rally around him, fall in love with him. Uh, fans will love him. He could be the future. Uh, and, and it's a different look for the Vikings. You know, they've had these steady in the pocket quarterbacks for a long time. And this is a guy that's going to kind of push that envelope a little bit, give them some uh, run pass option uh, looks in their offense. And I think he kind of creates that little bit of an excitement that the Vikings have really wanted for a long time. So who, who, who of all these picks are you looking back on now going, man, I wish we hadn't done that. Like, yeah. That I'm, doesn't I'm thinking that the Tavon Thibodeau thing, if there's one player I'm concerned about in the top 15 players right now, it's Thibodeau. I just don't know. I don't have access to his interviews. Don't have access, but everything I've heard, is it, he was just a he just bombed he was kind of an arrogant guy didn't want to put in the work um thinks that he can just win with his athleticism and he's going to find out in the nfl that's not what it takes he's going to need uh, that work ethic and it's i'm weird, not sure that's, that, that was think not he has his the work re- ethic thing that's not his reputation at oregon his reputation at oregon is a guy that was always in the gym always putting in the work always doing yeah. stuff so like um, i said it could be a smokescreen thing um, mm-hmm. But are you hearing the same thing that I'm hearing, or you're not hearing this? I am not hearing this, um, but okay. I am also up in uh, <clears throat> the Pacific Northwest around where he is. Um, the coverage of him is going to be really positive, just because he's an Oregon player and I'm yep. up here. Right. Um, so that's why uh, that's why he's been dropping. I mean, he was up here with um, Aiden you Hutchinson. Know, Aiden and, Hutchinson, and, and yeah, he was going to be the, the first or second guy off the board. And now after the combine, all of a sudden you're seeing him drop a little bit. And that was because mm-hmm. of the combine. It just didn't go well for him. And so um, that would be one that I would watch. Obviously, the quarterback situation, I think both Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett have a chance to be successful in the NFL. They also have a chance to be career backups. Yeah, and so Ken- Kenny that's Pickett. The tough. Um, Kenny Pickett to Atlanta is kind of a cool pick because they've already got a quarterback with um, 
you know, who kind of does the same things well that Kenny Pickett does well. Um, the, the intermediate passes, not a great deep ball thrower, um, you know, more of a pocket passer kind of guy. Uh, I think that could work out really well because that is a team that knows how to win with that style of quarterback. The Lions pick of, of Malik Willis is, um, uh, that's unfortunate because the Lions are going to ruin a guy with really high upside, but a really low floor. And he's going to, he's going to end up seeing his floor um, a lot more clearly than he can ever see the ceiling because of the team that drafted him. It's possible. That is possible, Keith. So, um, yeah. All right. I think we'll leave it there. It was a fun draft. Thank you. Yeah. I, I thought I'd throw in a couple of wrenches there. Because I am actually hearing the Malik Willis to to Detroit is a, is a serious option, so I thought I'd put it out there and see what that kind of does to the board. So, it, you know, it was yeah, interesting. I I hear that, and what I wonder is, is that Jacksonville trying to say, give us a bunch of picks for for the first overall, so we can move back and get, you know, three all three of the first rounders from Philly. Um, so that Philly will move up into that spot to get a, their quarterback type of thing. I, I, um, that's what that, that's what I hear when I hear Malik Willis to, um, to Detroit because they need someone who's ready to go now, and Malik Willis isn't. He's a guy that needs development time. And the source of this rumor, by the way, is uh, Matt Miller. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, and yep. he's getting more and more connected. As a yep. as a follow, and if you're not following Matt Miller on on Twitter, I I suggest it. Um, and so it, it does come from kind of a credible guy that's that's connected oh, yeah. out there. I'm so, not I'm not saying otherwise, but it, it all again. Um, it could be it it could be just a you know a smoke yep. screen, which is it's, what happens this time of the year. This is the favorite time of the year to kind of put all that into play. Yeah. So and so and the, and the thing is that he he might have a as as a guy like Miller who is um an up and coming name in the draft world um develops connections within front offices the way that those things happen is it's like hey I'll give you this piece of information <clears throat> you know I'll leak this to you but in return I want and you know, there's a lot of these um yeah. there's a lot of these exchanges that happen and if a yeah, team I'll give you more access if you right yeah and so that that's where a lot of this stuff comes from and so a guy like saying Malik Willis to um, uh, to Detroit, or you know that Kevin Kevin Thibodeau is, um, you know, had some bad interviews and is dropping. That could come from anyone, and it can yes. come from, um, you know, from one of those guys that hey, you know, I, we gave you this information during free agency. Here's what we need from you now, um, and it be, it becomes an exchange of information from. Uh, these reporters and so that's where a lot of these like uh how lying season happens yes it's so fun like is this not i mean to me and i know we wouldn't exist without the actual games playing mm -hmm. but the strategy the front office stuff the evaluations the combine the intrigue the trade markets the draft itself there's so many moving pieces of the puzzle. That's the part that I think that I'm just really in love with about the NFL and the, the whole package of the NFL. I love the games. I love watching the teams play. No question about it. But when it comes to the back end intrigue stuff, I just I dig that and have for a long time. So yeah. This is the um the chess match that is 32 teams develop or you know, creating rosters and 
and because uh, it's not just about getting the players it's also there's contracts there's you know draft capital and there, there's all this other stuff it's not just you know because otherwise you know, people look like, well they should have gone and gotten this one well they but they can't afford that player right yeah. now um and it or, takes and two, kind of two stuff, parties so. to come together it's not yeah. like teams can just go get the guy just go get the guy no mm -hmm. that's not the way it works the player gets a choice on where they yes. play so usually usually gets a choice yes all right awesome good show thank you keith appreciate it yeah you can find keith on twitter at myers nfl i'm at alvstead nfl the show is pf underscore playbook you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms just search pro football playbook podcast as well as on youtube please subscribe and share it with everyone you know so until next time take care guys Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.